When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. So it's uh, all for play for still. I think so. Do you want to bet against us? Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to For the Love of Pomegranate Podcast. And I hope you will um, <laughs> you give me a bit of a break. I've got one eye on Newcastle and Everton here in the corner just as this stopped. So I was kind of going, oh, 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 what's happening? The game is nearly over, but uh, it's always good to kind of scout our next opposition. But we don't want to look too far ahead. Don't want to look past the um the, the the foes that we have tomorrow and in the form of Leeds United and uh, it's one that I'm really looking forward to 16 days I think somebody told me this morning since Aston Villa last played and it's been 16 long days so I'm really looking forward to it Paddy how have you been keeping what's your not, not too bad at all not too bad missing uh, missing the Villa all right so I'm looking forward to having football back tomorrow mm. Yeah, and, and like under lights at Villa Park is always good, so it'll I can imagine that there'll be some atmosphere there tomorrow. It'll be one I'd love to go to. Um it'd be one I'd love to go to, but it was um uh, it wasn't originally supposed to be on a Wednesday night, if I'm not mistaken. It was moved. Um, no, it was supposed to be on over Christmas. It was the one that was cancelled yeah. between Christmas and New Year. It's a pity because it's one of the ones I would have liked to go to, but midweek is just so hard with taking time off work and stuff like that. So and um, also don't have any great love for Leeds, so uh, I would have liked to have gone and, and joined in the atmosphere, yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's um, like even even midweek games, they're tough enough to get there even from Ireland, you know, because the flights, depending on where you're flying from, and sometimes, mm. you know, depending on the day as well, there isn't always flights. So, um, yeah, so keep that in mind, Premier League, and stop dicking us over over here, all right? We need our games. We need to, we need to at least have the opportunity to go to them. And I don't fancy driving, driving doing a... Uh, Doing um, what is it? Dunleary to Hollyhead, 
and then driving over that way. I really don't fancy doing that either. So, uh, you obviously so. haven't done that in a long time because they haven't gone from Dunleary in about 20 years. <laughs> I couldn't, I couldn't think of anywhere else, Betty. I was going to Rastler. <laughs> Dunleary Dolly Head is gone a long time. Learn yeah, <laughs> to strand rare and drive down that way. Oh, no thanks. <laughs> <laughs> catch the scenery catch all the scenery um but no uh we do have we've leads tomorrow leads for Aston villa tomorrow and it's um a lot of a lot of stuff um i suppose really to, to to unpack i think uh we'd Stephen jared's press conference we deliberately didn't go last night um or before this because i suppose after 16 days out you know you want to hear what Stephen jared has to say you want to hear why what way people came back from international duty. You want to hear, you know, what the kind of the there was there was a lot of smoke and mirrors and tales coming out of those two behind closed door friendlies that turned out not to be true. And you know, you just kind of for me, I just wanted to hear it from the man himself. And and that's why we kind of waited for today. And you know, what he never gives away too much in the in, in a press conference is he basically said we're as fit as we're going to get bar um Leon Bailey and Burton Troy, but Troy should be back in the country soon. And uh, Leon Bailey is, uh, we've seen pictures of him training today. So that's all good news, I think, from that point of view, that Aston Villa are a fit team at the moment for the first time in a long time. Well, that's it. We've got a clean bill of health from from next week. Well, from the end of this week. Mm. This game has obviously come too soon for, uh, for Leon Bailey, but he'd be available for the weekend, whether he comes back in or not. Now is another story, but he's available. So the stronger the squad is, the more people have to be on their toes. So looking forward to seeing us back with a full bill of health and seeing what way he uh, he puts us out on from next week on, I suppose. Yeah, it's low. Yeah, look, it, it, it's going to be one of those uh, t- tomorrow's tomorrow's team sheet tantrum. And we may not have a t- team sheet tantrum if we do. Unfortunately, I, well, I won't be here. Paddy may be manning the team sheet tantrum tomorrow. Unfortunately, I won't be able to make it just due to some home commitments. But um, it will be one of the more interesting team sheet tantrums because, as I say, we've got a full palette of colors to paint from. And uh, that hasn't really happened. You know, back four should be nice and solid. I would imagine there'll be no changes there. Obviously, our goalkeeper is going to be our goalkeeper, our Superman in goals. And then uh, midfield trio, I don't think are going to change. McGinn, Louise, Ramsey. But the top three, I think, are really going to be the talking point. You know, Coutinho, Coutinho, Buendia, and uh, maybe Coutinho, maybe Buendia, Maybe Ings, maybe Watkins. Who knows? Because we've got we've got a lot of talent up there, and we've got a lot of people fighting for those three places. So I think that's where a lot of those those conversations are going to come from. I don't see any worries there. It's going to be Buendia, uh, Coutinho, and Watkins. Judging by what went on last week with the two friendlies, let's say they're getting prepared for that. So that's that's how I see them line up. There won't be any there won't be any tantrums. I would imagine uh, an hour before kickoff. It'll be fairly straightforward, um, and I suppose the opposition is where where we got to look at and who they got available. And mm. you know, there's a lot going on there. They they've had a very jumpy season. They've pulled off a couple of funny results, and then they've just been steamrolled at times by by other teams. So um, they've had a rough time. I would have preferred to play them Christmas week, but we have them tomorrow, so we just got to do our best. Just before we get on to talk about Leeds, I suppose you mentioned a good point there about behind uh, closed doors uh, friendlies that we had. One against Brentford, obviously we won two, we won that two one, and one against Mould where we won three one. Watkins scored in both, but um, 
there was a gentleman that uh, that, that seems to have make, made the step up. He wasn't named in the under-18 squad last night. He's played nine games for the under-18 squad five times this year, and that's Tommy O'Reilly. And there's a lot of chatter that he's going to be named in the game day squad next uh, tomorrow. Mm. So that's really exciting, you know. When we've got the likes of Carney Chuck, I'm going to butcher his name. Someone told me how to pronounce his name just before the break, and I haven't been practicing. Chuck Wimica, <laughs> I think is how they say we're supposed to pronounce it. <laughs> and because uh, I always put the M before the W. So it's always exciting when we've got Kearney. Okay, that makes it easier. And young Tim. Okay, that also makes it easier um, on the bench. But obviously, you know, if we've got somebody like this, like Tommy O'Reilly, and it's Tommy with an eye as well, which is also fantastic. Uh, Tommy O'Reilly on the bench. Um, you know, it just shows that the academy has been given been given a lot of leeway to to, to break into the team. Also, go mm. back to those uh, to that training video today, which I thought was kind of cool. That training video where they had that kind of that skills challenge at the end. They did a five minute video um, of a skills challenge. By the way, Courtney House going around the going around the uh, the poles was absolutely hilarious. I thought <laughs> he doesn't have the dexterity to get around the poles with the ball and the Must ground. Have missed that sure. one. <laughs> for sure but uh it was actually surprising because a couple of the guys like you could see that it'd be a, it, it probably was a while since they had had to do that drill of having to dribble in around around uh static poles but um when you looked at those when you looked at those videos there were a lot of young kids up there there was ben Crescenti was up there as well you know so we mm. talk about filling out the squad and having uh having those having players you know uh we, we let Matt target go I uh, the, the club brought in uh, Ben Crescenti and he played for um I'm pr- I'm pronouncing his name incorrectly as well I know I think it might be Crescene Crescenti I don't know someone will tell me how to pronounce his name um but they brought him in uh, from Exeter and uh, they seem to think that he can be the auxiliary left back uh, you know uh, as time goes on obviously young is there as well but he's 37 years of age but but there's good depth is what I'm trying to say here with with the young kids that we have and you know, I think it's going to be interesting to see if any of them get any game time over the next coming weeks. Yeah, I, I yeah, I watched, I started following Tommy O'Reilly on uh, Twitter and Instagram, and he looks like a guy who's just won a competition to train with a Premier League team, and he's living his his his, his best life. And he he shared a picture today of him uh, celebrating the the seven. They obviously won the seven aside today with the team he was on. And you're looking around at international players on a seven-a-side team. He, he must be literally pinching himself. So he is obviously in around the, the squad for tomorrow. Um, someone will be left out, whether it be him or Young Tim or whoever it is. I can't imagine Young Tim be left out because we'd have to worry about central defensive midfield. Then, but maybe, maybe that's our new signing from Arsenal that will be the cover from there. So um, we might not have to worry about it. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. I I think that I think the two defensive um, players that would be on the bench would be House and Chambers, and I think they'd be in there. I I just don't see him as a as a defensive midfielder. Could like a hundred percent willing to be wrong on that, but against mm. Mould, he played centre half because um, Kanza didn't. What well, Kanza wasn't in the squad. And, you know, I was delighted not to hear Kanza's name mentioned by Stephen Gerrard today because he but he didn't even play against Mould at all. Mould or Mould. Yeah. Um, uh, at all, so I got an awful slagging over my pronunciation of that last night. I I I went and I looked at pronunciation at, at, at you know some pronunciation videos and and some people pronounce it mold, some people pronounce it molder. So it, it there doesn't seem to be a content consensus. But then again, I'm not uh, I'm not Norwegian, so uh, I'll stick to I, I'll keep my head up head below the parapet in this one because I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right either. Um, 
but it's yeah so like like he played at center half against Molde and um I think that that's probably where he will be. I think he's going to be on the bench. If he is on the bench, he's going to be a substitute, uh, a fill-in for the defence. And I, I think I think Young Tim has just done done too much not to be on the bench, if that makes sense, uh, in mm. the Canberra's absence. I know he hasn't seen any time in Premier League action, but um, they keep putting him on the bench for a reason, and they haven't loaned him out. So uh, nearly everybody who had a pulse was loaned out there for a while, you know. So it's a case of uh, it's a case of they must see something in him that he can contribute at the top level. Absolutely. I look forward to seeing him doing it. Am I correct in saying Tommy O'Reilly's Irish? Or Irish to say? He's English, but with O'Reilly, look, look, we surely has to be able to come over to our side, doesn't he? I don't know. Yeah. If we start calling him Tomas O'Reilly, then he'll have to play for us. He'll have to play for us over here in Ireland. That's what he'll have to do. Um, yeah, there was a bit of, I see, I just, there's a couple of couple of comments here before we get on and talk about Leeds and specifically, I suppose, into the Leeds game in, in, in particular. There's a couple of comments there and we mentioned Bailey and Ad mentioned that anyone see the Villa report about Bailey same major announcement tomorrow. Uh, apparently it's a documentary. Apparently it's a documentary that his father's been putting together. Um, so uh, I wouldn't imagine it's anything too major, even though I did say yeah. major announcement on it. Um, just don't see it being a new contract. You know, he hasn't done anything for us to deserve a new contract unless it's revising his wages down I don't think the club are going to be dropping a new contract <laughs> on him um, I don't think it's going to be a, a, a loan to a Turkish team uh, with their with their um, window well, still that, open that closes because, tonight so that's that it, yeah Closes tonight, but maybe not, maybe he's going to announce it tomorrow. No, it, it seems to be some sort of documentary. I think uh, that seems mm. to be the consensus that it was mentioned in um, in in his homeland that it was going to be a documentary yeah. about. Uh, about his time in the Gold Cup and then moving to Aston Villa. Yeah. That seems to be what it is. But and don't if know. That, if that's what it is, Grand, but if that's not what it is, Mr. Bailey, please don't be making major announcements on match day. That's rule number one as a player. If you're not involved, don't be looking for the limelight when you're not there. So My seven Paddy have talked about this on WhatsApp. Yeah. <laughs> don't be making major announcements on match day. It's not good. This is what my, Paddy's the yin to my yang. I couldn't give a shiny shite what he does on match day because he's not involved in, unless he locks them in the dressing room and makes them watch the documentary before the game and gets them out of line. I don't think it has any any effect on the game whatsoever. But uh, yeah, as I say, it's look, it's need needless kind of um, distraction maybe. But um, mm. fair play to him. I say like still, I can't imagine still real number one as a professional footballer is. Stay out of the limelight on match day. The only thing that matters on match day is match day and the game itself. So, yeah. anyway, there you go. That's my little rant over for the evening. <laughs> if if the production of the of the documentary is anything like the production of the day of the video for when he signed his contract, um, oh, we're really in for a treat. <laughs> that. Oh, we're really in for a treat. Then, if that's yeah. the case, yeah. I remember. I remember watching. If you remember, I went on holidays when that when all that was happening. You were, yeah. I, I was you were very... I, I was staying in a former mental asylum. I was actually in Sligo at that stage, and we had Jack leaving. We had Danny Ying signing, and Leon Bailey giving that press conference. It was just like, <laughs> what the hell is going on with our club? <laughs> yeah, all in the space for a few days. So I couldn't wait to check out of that hotel. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a crazy few days. That's it. That's a day. That's going to be a week of folklore, I think, in Aston Villa fandom, anyway, for sure. Um, 
but yeah, look, the squad tomorrow I think is going to be vast. It's going to be uh, like it's interesting that you know we do have all these players back, and the rumors are that Tommy O'Reilly is going to potentially make the match day squad. If not, he will definitely be in what's termed the traveling party, even though we are the home team. You know, he will be there in the match day. What's I, I can't I, what's the extended squad? You know, what what how many numbers is it? I, I I can't 20, remember, but um extended match day twenty. Eighteen but, plus two, I think. Yeah, that's on, that sounds about right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But look, it's great for him. He does look. He looks like a child, you know. When you look at him in that, he he's uh, he looks like a mascot for the seven aside team. But uh, you know, you see the see the clips of him um, playing, you know, in the in those training videos, and he looks like he he picks out a beauty of a pass to Ings um, in one of those videos as well, which is fantastic. So you know, it doesn't really matter how uh, how he looks. It's if he can play in a team, it's uh, it's good. Uh, Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So yeah, Rob Henry says not okay to post a picture. Specifically not after, not after the match and not after we lose heavily. Um, yeah. that's definitely not okay. Definitely not okay. Uh, but Leeds have their own issues. You kind of alluded to it a minute ago, Paddy. You know, Leeds are going to be without Calvin Phillips. They're going to be without Liam Cooper. They're going to be without Bamford, Furpo. Matthias Klich, I think, is missing as well. I'm open to correction in that. Maybe he's not. Uh, but they do have... Uh, they do... Uh, they are, sorry, they have been playing Robin Cock and... Um, and Adam Forshaw in in that kind of in in, in those six positions. So maybe mm. maybe Click isn't isn't actually injured. Maybe he might be back in there tomorrow. But um, he's somebody I don't want to see play because he always saves his best for Aston Villa, and he's always around every blade of grass. Himself and Stuart Dallas just always play brilliantly against Aston Villa. But um, like even though they're down those players, they're still going to be a formidable outfit tomorrow. And you know they're in a lowly position in the Premier League, granted where they were last season, but they're still going to be a formidable outfit, Paddy, because they still have a bit of firepower there. Well, I think the thing with Leeds is on on paper they're smashing side, but the game isn't played on paper, and you just don't know what way they're going to turn up. Yeah. Um, they've they've gone in, like they beat West Ham three two was the last time I saw them a few good few weeks back now. Um, Harrison scored a hat trick, yeah, um, and that was the best I'd seen them play all season. And I just thought it's just typical now going into play us that they play that way, you know. But it's, it's kind of a four one four one formation. When when they have the when they have the ball, um, so it's quite attacking. Uh, there's a lot going on in it. It's you know what they're going to get. You're going to get the the pace. You're going to get the intensity. Um, and you just all, all we can hope for is we go out and get an early goal and and quiet them and put them on the back foot. So it'll be 
it's going to be a really interesting game. I think this is a really big test for us. And uh, I'm I'm quietly optimistic, but I'm looking forward to seeing what team we put out first. You mentioned, Paddy, that you would prefer us to play them over the Christmas period. Mm. And initially, I thought that was probably the right time to play them because they were on a turgid run of form and, and, and they had injuries yeah. and they were playing. And they were ravaged with injuries in COVID. Yeah. 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 And mm. they, they, they had a ton of kids out. Um, but I'm kind of thinking that of all the teams in the Premier League, we needed a two week mini preseason more than a lot of teams. Probably more than any team, I would nearly go so far as to say. A lot of teams were trying to get fit. We were trying to get uh, to get uh, to gel. That's what we were trying to do. We were trying mm. to gel our team together. And when you look at it, I know we were missing Emmy Martinez and the two tens, but really the positions like those two tens are wild cards anyway. You know they're going to be given free rolls and 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 uh, that that kind of magic sauce to be able to do what needs to be done. But what we needed to do is we needed to have Ollie Watkins putting balls in the back of the net. We needed Douglas Louise, Jacob Ramsey, and and McGinn really nailing down how they how Stephen Gerrard, Michael Beale, Tom Culture wants them to play, and Aaron Danks mm. wants them to play in that midfield as a trio, as a trio. Yeah. Because we were going from game to game there over the Christmas period without any break, and Stephen Gerrard was trying to sorry, there was a break because obviously COVID and stuff like that, but it was mm. games called off. But you know. That meant that there was a lack of training. Training ground was closed. Yada, yada, all that kind of stuff. So there were still disruptions. We've had two weeks without any disruptions. And we needed that because we like preseason was disrupted. Start of the season was disrupted. The middle of the first half of the season was disrupted by changing managers. So it was. it couldn't have come at a better time, I don't think, for us, considering the five games that we've got going. So I'm kind of beginning to think that yeah, look, Leeds have got players back, but we needed to get on the same page, I think. Mm. And I think it was an important couple of weeks for the squad in general. They got a holiday for the first few mm. days. There was a few of them in Dubai and partying and whatever, and they're perfectly entitled to that. And then they come back and the hard work came and they played a few games. Some of them were on international duty. Um, I'm sure there was a lot of people there that got some minutes into the legs that really could do with it. And as we said earlier, there's going to be competition for places. At the moment, the team kind of picks itself. But if you put Leon Bailey into the mix, is Buendia looking over his shoulder? Is the striker looking over his shoulder? Who knows what, what that's going to bring? Um, like, realistically, from, from Friday, the, the only player we're not going to have in our squad is Marvellous Nakamba. So mm. that's, you know, a clean bill of health as you're going to get. So... Um, you know, these did are important two weeks. We'll see where we're at. And Ad makes a really good point there. And I think this is the most important thing tomorrow. He says, I just hope we'll play in both halves rather than one half or the other. I don't think we can afford to do that against Leeds. I think we'll be punished. I, I, I think the intensity of their play will put us under a lot of pressure. But we have to be 100% on the ball tomorrow. How do you think we're going to stop Rafinha, Paddy? He's good, like he's really good. He's one of the foreign players in the Premier League. Europe, even you'd nearly go as far as to say. He is, yeah. I listen I listened to you on some other podcast last night and you, you nearly forgot about him. <laughs> I was good? I was a podcast um, prostitute looking... last night. The amount of podcasts I was on yesterday was nothing short of criminal. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, but look, he, there's no there's no doubting he's their best player. Um, I think whoever you were, was it a Leeds podcast I was listening to? Yeah, I was, I was on a couple of probably... Leeds ones last night, and uh, I did the Villa View as well, which is great crack. Yeah, they said they said it was 17 million they paid for him. Like they're, they're, they would command multiples of that now if they were to sell him on. He's just oh, yeah. turned into a smashing player. You know, no, I don't think anybody saw that coming when he came from from Lille. But it's just the the Premier League has just really suited him. So uh, I'd be wary of him. I'd be wary of Dan James. I'd be wary of uh, Click, as you say, who will probably play a little bit further on in that four, which he has in the last few weeks. Um, Stuart Dallas, thankfully, is, is playing a lot deeper because he scores a lot of goals from that midfield as well. Um, Ailing always has a good game against us. I think Liam Cooper is a big miss. I think he's I think he's important to them offensively at set pieces. Um, he always gets something on it, even if it's to nod it down or flick it on or whatever. So uh, I think he'll be a big miss. But look, I still think we've enough in the tank to go and beat these. It just comes mm. down to that point that Ad makes. I think we need to play for 90 minutes tomorrow. We absolutely do. Because, um, like that's Leeds' thing. That's Leeds' shtick. That's mm. that's their like that's the expectation. Is you know you play against certain teams, you expect them to play a certain way. You you expect Leeds to go for ninety minutes, and if you don't match them stride for stride, well then you've only got yourself to blame. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, and 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 that's what we're definitely going to have to do. And um just on Stuart Dallas, it was an interesting one. If you if you guys didn't see the Villa View last night, I was having Christone had a good laugh because Stuart Dallas from a place in, in, in North Vernon called Cookstown. And uh they call him the Cookstown Cafu. And uh there's a sausage making factory in Cookstown, and Chris got a good Chris Dolan got a got a good laugh off the um off uh, some some of the old advertisements that Cookstown sausages used to have. If uh, if anybody isn't familiar with it, you can see a George Best advert for Cookstown sausages. Chris was telling me about it yesterday. It was uh, it's actually it's it's actually pretty funny from back in the sixties. He wasn't too um, impressed with Cookstown sausages. No, he didn't. No, no, no. not at all. But uh, I don't when, know. When I work up up north, I have Cookstown sausages, and I think they're pretty nice. Well, there you go. There you go. <laughs> My office uh, is not too far from Cookstown. (laughs) (laughs) I actually never knew I'm from there. I'm trying, I'm racking my brains. Cookstown is in Tyrone, yeah? It is. Jesus, we could lose a lot of followers for this now if we don't get this right. Anyway, pass on, pass pass it on. We won't won't get into into geographic. I was asking you. (laughs) No, it's definitely in in Tyrone. Oh, is it? It's about... It's about uh, it's about ten miles from my office in, in Tyrone, yeah. All right, a good thing my old my old geography teacher wasn't watching. She would have absolutely murdered me because uh, <laughs> literally the only thing we get, the only thing we came out of school with was knowing all the rivers, all the mountains, and where every single town was in the whole county of and the whole country of Ireland. So, uh, for me to doubt myself as to where Cookstown was, uh, she she'd be going absolutely nuts. Um. Back to back to Leeds, back to Leeds. Do you know what, Paddy? Over the last couple of weeks, and I know it's been done out of necessity more so than anything else. Leeds have played Rodrigo in a kind of a deeper position, a kind of a deep, a deep ten position more so, and they've played Dan James up top and almost like yeah. a false nine. And do you think that they're going to go with something like that tomorrow? Um, well, well, there's no, there's no other arrival since they did that, really, is there? There's nobody back from injury no. that that was left out. That's what I was trying to figure out earlier on. Um, like they did, did a lot of names there on the bench. Um, Klassen, 
Hoyja, Moore, Bates, Kenna, McCarran, McKinnistry. They're I not, no, half of those won't be on yeah. the bench. You'll have Joe Gellhart, you'll have Tyler Roberts, you'll have, they're all back. Yeah. You know, they're, they're all they, they were the two names that, 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 they were the two that come off the bench and the two that I recognised yeah. uh, in their last game where, where they lost to Newcastle, which was a pretty poor showing as well. So, uh, yeah, it's, I would imagine we're going to see much of the same um, that Dan James will kind of give a false nine, which will make them a bit harder to break down from playing the ball out from the back. But that remains to be seen how we, we handle that one. Do we do we go those diagonal balls again, which I don't want to see. <laughs> but it might have it might have to be the case of that they go long if, if they're going to be that kind of pressing that high up the pitch. And I'm going to bring it back to Villa there for a moment because we mentioned Leon Bailey on his way back. And once again, I'm I'm just dragging this off topic every chance I get, Paddy. But that type of falls nine. Leon Bailey in front of Coutinho and and uh, and Bundia in some games. There's kind of something alluring about that with his absolute latent pace. You know, getting in behind, behind teams. And I think it's something that maybe we might see. Because I, I know before he got injured, I was saying maybe we might see him up top um, when we're playing a, a two-man uh, a, a two strike force. But maybe we might see him in that in a false nine position under under Jared. It's unlikely, maybe. But I don't think it's... I think it's very likely. <laughs> I, I, think he'll, I think realistically, that's where he's going to fit in. Because... The way Buendia has been playing, the way the money we're playing for Coutinho, he's not going to drop either of them. And he's certainly not mm. going to play as a left wing back in the system that we're in. So I can see any opportunity that he'll play off the shoulder of, of the last defender and, and try and take that slide drill pass through. Absolutely. That's exactly where I can see him. And if we can, if we can drag a back four higher up the pitch, Leon, the likes of Leon Bailey will have a field day. I think so. I, I, look, it's something to think about anyway. You know, I... I'm a bit of a fan of a more traditional striker than the false nine. I'm not a huge fan of it. Um, mm. specific, you know, there's okay. Look, Spain made it, made it, Spain made it a thing playing Fabregas up there. If I'm not mistaken, I think it was Fabregas that played up in the top in the front nine. But like their style of play really, really suited it, and that was one of the best international teams of all time. You know, so mm. um, I would need to be won over. Is what I'm saying by it, but I would be easily won over as I always am. Uh, I was easily, <laughs> easily won over with that. Um, Paddy Leeds as well, you know, Leeds are they're kind of in a precarious enough position, as I said, they didn't bring anybody in, as you mentioned previously. But Bielsa obviously famously is only on a one year rolling contract, that's kind of the way he, way he, he works, and he's not getting any younger, you know. So, mm. um what do we think like the future kind of holds for Leeds? Uh, like you mentioned all these young players at some stage, you're going to have to go and they're going to have to bring in players to complement that. Now, obviously they don't have them for, for, for this game, but they have gone and done it previously in the likes of Rodrigo. I mentioned him or Laurente or, or um, Robin Koch, who's come in, who is still young himself, but yeah. you know, Makeup of their team, and I suppose what I'm trying to get at here is that the makeup of the team that we're going to see out there tomorrow, it's 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 one of the more strange makeups of a team I think over the course uh, that, that you'll see in the Premier League with the two yeah. kind of elder statesmen, two fullbacks, two fullbacks who come up through the come up through the English football pyramid in Ailing and and, and Dallas, and then be, like in two positions where you need 
lightning fast people, you know, real dogged workhorses. It's it's just a weird makeup of a team. Mm. Is that fair to say? He doesn't he doesn't seem to um he doesn't seem to buy into big squads at all. It, it, it keeps everything tight. And as a result, in a, in a season like this, it, it, it amazed me he didn't bring anybody in in January after the December they had trying to get players onto the pitch and being totally caught out by it. Um, they missed a good bit of time through COVID, didn't they? They had a bit of catching up to do. Mm. Um, I know we had our match off, but I think there was previous matches off as well. So, yeah, when you've got a tight squad like that, you got to expect to have problems. But um, I think I read in one of the books written about him was that his belief was that if you get players so fit to a certain level, they don't pick up muscle injuries. So the only injuries you've got to worry about is players getting sick or players getting physically ripped apart a la John Joe Shelby in the first half tonight. So they're the injuries that they pick up. So he's got a... He's got a... Um, I think the sports science fraternity will go completely against that, that train of thought, but... Oh, course. well, I would imagine right. so, but that's obviously the way he's he's gone about it, and the the, the same things like, like when they did get promoted, the, there was very little injuries, and that's what he was basing it on. It was all down mm. to the guys he had around him and the fitness coaches he had around him. Apparently, there's more fitness coaches than anything else that come with Bielsa. So he he's the tactician, and he just has guys around him to get the players up to the level of the to, to speed to, of what they need to be. So. Yeah. Um, he's he's a strange character, as you say. He's on a one-year rolling contract. He doesn't strike me as the guy that's going to go anywhere, especially after a poor season like I this. I don't know. I think he'd I think he'd hang around, do another season just to try and better himself. That just seems to be, like. I, I remember we discussed this previously. They took a hammer in a few weeks back, and he just looked a broken man in the interview. But I think they came out and won the next game after it. So. And mm. um, that's the kind of guy you're t- you're talking about, but we just don't know what Leeds are going to turn up tomorrow, and that's that's my only concern at the moment. And we haven't played them at all this season. And it would take it like you know, it would take a ballsy uh, general manager or, or owner to sack Mark Marcelo Bielsa. Yeah. <laughs> like literally, he's there as long as he needs, as, as long as he mm. wants to be in Yorkshire, he's going to be in Yorkshire. Well, I think right? provided they don't get they don't get relegated, I think I think that's uh, the only way he'd be sacked. I I even think I don't think he'd even be sacked at that because what like we go on about oh we wouldn't have signed Philippe Coutinho only for Steven Gerrard, uh, Bielsa is the ace and is is the ace up up their sleeve so you know it's not like they could be like uh, you know I'm gonna say Chelsea and and, and get rid of a Ancelotti or a, a, you know Rafa Benitez and when when he was in his prime or Mourinho you know when he was in his prime and stuff like that just because results weren't going their way. Um, I think they're kind of. I think. I think for a lot of it, that they they understand what he brings in his philosophy mm. and his well respectedness to to even player act. Maybe not so much player acquisition. Well, no, that's probably the wrong thing to say because player acquisition would be uh, something like as he's brought in Rafinha, he's brought in Rodrigo, he's brought in Diego Llorente, um, strike Robin Koch and um, Melier in goals. You know, so whether they were his or not, he was. Mm. He's been the, the the coach that's used them. So you know, you can see that there is a blend of bringing yeah. in really good young players there, and also uh, the likes of Rodrigo to play up top. So um, there is a lot behind Bielsa. He's a very trusting manager as well. You, you yes. take take the likes of Melier for example, who was absolutely awful when he came in at the start, but he left him there. He he let him he let him, mm. you know, find his feet and find his way in the league. And he has turned out to be quite a good signing. So um, that's the, that's the kind of old school management that 
you know, that Bielsa is. Like, he's an old man at this stage. It amazes me the way he gets down on his own course like that on the side of the pitch. <laughs> I think yeah. I'm, uh, I'm not quite half his age. I'm, I'm more than half his age, but I think if I got down like that, I'd struggle to get back up. I think I am half his age, Paddy. I'm, <laughs> I'm at that. Uh, Marcelo Bielsa, just for... Just for... Mm, I need to know this. No, Jesus, no, I'm not. Uh, I'm not too far off it, though. Not too far off half his age. Old um, is he? 66 only. I thought he was oh. in his 70s. So did I. I thought he was in his 70s, yeah. yeah, yeah. So did I. Uh, ah, he should still be playing. He should still Shock. be playing at 66. What's wrong with him? Quitter. What a quitter. Shocked um, at that one. Right. Uh, Kieran fancies us to win 3 1 tomorrow. It will be absolutely rocking. It will be, Kieran. You must have missed the start because I said I would absolutely love to be going there tomorrow, but midweek is a bit of a stretch. Plus, I. Uh, and go to Paris on Friday for the rugby. So uh, money didn't stretch rugby. to go to Villa Park this Never week. Never heard the likes of it before. Rugby. <laughs> Think you know someone like yeah? All of a sudden he's off to Paris. Well, is is rugby is rugby an excuse to go to Paris for Valentine's weekend? That's what I was asked. Today. Oh, I forgot about Valentine's weekend. I forgot about <laughs> Valentine's weekend, and it's uh, it's my better half's birthday as well. Oh, Jesus, I'm gonna have to get googling once once I finish this podcast. Oh, there you go. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. Cut that bit out, cut that bit out. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, look, it's it, it look, Paddy, you're all romantic, taking her off, whisking her off to the Arctic Triumph and the Eiffel Tower for the weekend. Look, we could all learn an awful lot from Paddy. But the, uh, que- the question is, is she whisking me or am I whisking her? Well, that's Paddy, question. you have an audience of you, you have an audience here now, so uh, and, and she's probably, <laughs> she's probably watching herself, but she, but she booked it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she booked, did she book it with your credit card or with hers? That's the thing. <laughs> Don't go there. Enough <laughs> <laughs> said. Enough said. Um, yeah, I think. Look, I think we've kind of, I think we've kind of done what we need to do here in the Leeds and Villa preview. It's, it's kind of a strange one. I myself always find that my mind wanders once when there's been a break look everyone says your mind wanders every podcast we do but when there's been a break in kind of proceedings my mind wanders because i've had a lot of time to think about what if this and what happens when this person comes back and you know you never really have a set trend that you can say uh well last two games we played this and now we're going to play that because of all the players that are back so i sometimes struggle i really find these ones difficult to do and then when you throw leads into the or into the mix because they're such a kind of a wild card of a team anyway you know it's a very difficult preview to do uh so a lot of it is hypothetical but um i myself think that villa are going to win uh, i know you don't do predictions till you see the team in the team sheet tantrum but i am I did three predictions, the four predictions in four different podcasts yesterday. And uh, I went with 3 1 uh, on all of them, Aston Villa. And I think the Villa are going to come out uh, and they're going to bear their teeth tomorrow. I think that they've been working massively on attacking intent. I think that Ali Watkins scoring goals um, in the two close behind uh, closed doors games are. Uh, that's pivotal. I think that's really good. I think confidence for him is huge and that he needs confidence. But I also, I've said it before, I think he needs to be told what to do and when to do it. I don't think he's, um, I don't think he's a spontaneity type player. Uh, not in the Premier League anyway. I know when you look at him and some of the things in the championship he did was very spontaneous. But I think in the Premier League he needs to needs to have that small bit more of a structure to either play on the shoulder of people. I think Dean Smith gave him that. Um, and I think we were unbelievably well structured, uh, even though we had Ross Barkley in the team. We were unbelievably well structured uh, for the start of the 2021 season. Um, 
the yeah the 20, 20, uh, 20, 20, 20, 21 season and that's where Watkins got most of his goals because he got a lot of his goals against the top teams so uh, you know you need to be disciplined there so hoping that that's going to be the case for him and uh, I think he's going to nick a goal or two tomorrow Ferlio says his first game at Villa Park for a decade maybe nervous excited and terrified don't be just have a few points You'll be the nervous, nervous, and excitement, and, ter- and then I'll merge into one. You'll be great. You'll be great. Wait, is it 10 years since Radio Gomez played in Villa Park? Maybe it is. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe so. Maybe well, so. I'm sure that's a pseudonym, but best of luck, Radio. I hope you have a great day. Exactly. Exactly. And, yeah. And more importantly, I hope you get three points. Yeah, that's exactly it. And three points, exactly. too, would be nice. <laughs> three points per, per goal, and we scored 10 goals. That'll be a nice day out. Um, right, lads, we're going to leave it at that. Uh, thanks so much, everybody, for watching and for listening. I completely forgot. Paddy, this is your fault. I told you this during the week. This podcast is brought to you in conjunction with a podcast partner. It's the Spond application. You guys have heard me talk about it before. The Spond app is for if you've got a team, an organization, anything. If you're trying to get a group of people together, the Spond app is the one for you. Uh, download it on iOS or on Android. It's completely and utterly free. You can set up uh, invitations you can set up group events you can uh, accept payments on it as well it really is an all-encompassing app um, and it is uh, it's fantastic i use it myself as you guys know so have a look at it that's all i'm asking it's a free app on ios or on android and download it and thank you so much to spawn for being a podcast partner on this podcast uh so with that guys thanks so much for watching and for listening we're going to leave it at that we're going to be back tomorrow in some sort of an iteration for a team sheet tantrum. And we will also be back afterwards for a review of the game. Hopefully talking about Naston Villa win. But until then, everybody, stay safe. And all that's left to say is up the villa. Up the villa. Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.